Who Put This On, Season 3, Episode 49. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm Brian Houston. Garam Maxala. <laughs> this is James. Yeah, uh, before we start... Oh, did I mention what we're going to watch? No. Now's the what? time. So we watch <laughs> Street show. Food, Season 1, Episode 3. It's true. Uh, and shout out, next week is our season finale. So mm. you'll find out top five, bottom five of this season. So if you need to catch up, now's the time. Episode 50. Episode 50. The 5-0. 50. The is cops 50 will get called. 50. 50. 50. Ebro, 50. Exciting. Did you see, uh, did you see 50 Cent was having some kind of beef on Twitter with somebody? With like some kind of agent or something? Anyways, we, yeah, we should get out of the internet <laughs> corner. But it, anyways, like I mean, 50 Cent was just destroying this guy. And he's like, pay up and I'll let off. And then the dude pays up. He's like, oh, yeah, we cool again. <laughs> anyways, that was me making up for <laughs> Noah's absence. Uh, Noah. My dad once saw 50 Cent at a gas station. He had a whole posse of cars. There's oh. a small spoiler here that I think that this conversation might be more interesting than the show. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were going to say that you knew 50 Cent or something there. <laughs> nope. So, so we took a gamble and we tried doing something a little more in the documentary area. So let me uh, well, read you yeah. this description right yeah. quick before you just yeah. blow it here. We gotta, we gotta t- we'll talk about it. All right. So tonight we watch Street Food. Embark on a global cultural journey into street food and discover the stories of these peoples who create the flavorful dishes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's, that's, that's really. I had to double check myself midway through because I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Nope, that's really it. That's all we got. And tonight we watched Delhi. Yeah. India. Which is episode three. Like we're all, I'm always seeing this like Netflix top of the line, you know, above the fold kind of stuff. And I like never watch it. Yeah. So I was like, this is above the fold. I guess it's kind of a reality show. I kind of thought it might have been. But like we saw it was a docuseries. We're like, why not? We watched that Deadliest Cat show, which I would also call kind of a docuseries. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, let's try it out. See what and, it is. Uh, I I think we we hit a miss on this one, guys. I I don't I think this, I didn't dislike it. It's just so bad to pot about. There isn't. I I'm not sure. It definitely is not good for the pod. I don't think the show qualifies for our podcast. I I agree with you. Like, but, but the, like we've there's never a, really a weird set line the here, right? yeah the hard and fast line on what it is because I always said like we tr- I try to say the producer set up the scenario. I mean, it kind of set up the scenario. I mean, it's just like interviewing people, but like the deadliest catch, people were like, "Oh, but this show, you know, this show's good," and like, well, that doesn't really fit our definition either. So I think I think one of the things that's super different with this uh, is that there's not like these characters. There's not like these people that are reoccurring, like in the show, where you're you sort of can get invested. And I think that's like I think that's the key difference between like the show and like a deadliest catch. Yeah. Well. I mean, it, to be fair, it doesn't really need to have like repeating characters to be like a reality show or like even like a good one. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I agree. that's not the only thing. I feel like that's just like yeah. the major difference in these like docu series esque type true. genres where it's where I could see a show like uh, Deadliest Catch being um, you know considered more reality TV because you have these like personas, you have these people, and they develop into these characters, uh, and you start to like you get attached to those people if you're if you become a watch of the show. I think this is basically food porn with some interviews attached. 
It's um, not like character development. And yeah. What yeah. about with, that with OJ one exception? What about what? What about you, that OJ documentary? I haven't seen it. There's like an eight episode series. You get to really know OJ. Like, yeah, there was a lot of character <laughs> development there. There's a lot of character development about OJ. I'm just, I th- okay. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Your, I think I mean definition. character in a different way because. I like we'll get we'll get into it. I don't know if we're doing minutia or we're just in it at this we're point. Just, I, we've already so given up on the actual the pod. More, this is the more interesting topic. <laughs> Talking about whether we should do quote unquote docu-series for the podcast. And I think that this one might have put the nail in the coffin for a long time. I mean, I think I think it's in the penalty box. The docu-series or oh, Netflix? Yeah. Um, uh maybe both. Netflix is fine. Yeah. All right. The docu-series this is, our, is definitely our out for a while. How about this? If you bring a docu-series to the table, then you have to have watched it and you have to like have cleared it. So uh, then like if you don't get it, then like you are going to get like stuff thrown at you. Do it. All right. Stamped. Approved. <laughs> Approval. <laughs> <laughs> I think it means this Brian has to pre-screen our shows for us. All right. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Brian just volunteered. Nope. <laughs> uh, so let's get to the show a little yeah. bit. So... This is set in Delhi, so we're going to butcher all of the things we're talking about because it's in Hindi or whatever other language, and we do not speak that language very well. So I mean, they, they even mentioned this in the show a little bit where, like, some of these dishes and things, like, these names are not, like, common names or common sounds that, like, we traditionally hear in the States very often. Or even like these dishes referred to, even if you go to like an Indian restaurant or something. Uh, so we're we're bad at pronouncing these. I mean, these, some of them being honest, were like stuff we've heard of. Yeah, I mean, like we've been there. Like I've had but like a samosa. Like sure. if you've had Indian food, yeah, you kind of know what a samosa is. Yeah, yeah. There was like Sikh kebab, mm-hmm. which like we're all most Americans are aware of kebabs, like as a thing. Oh, sure, like a kebab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these See, are tastier because they have things called spices. Yeah. What? It's Minutia, Brian. Brian, that's Minutia. We're going to come back to the spices. I mean, Yo, so, the, excited. The, so the big through line here as like, well, I guess to get to the Minutia is they introduce these main like guy that they follow through the whole episode. And he's like this chef that makes this thing called a potato chot. Alu chot. Which means potato chot. At some point, they wrote potato chot, so that I wrote down. And uh, he, like, goes through, like, his depressing childhood and adulthood and then, like, how he survived. I don't know. But it's, like, this whole, like, through line. And then they go through some specific dishes that you can get in Delhi. And some of us have had some of them and some of them, we haven't had some of them. And they sort of sprinkle, I would say they sprinkle in like a few things about the area. And like, there's like this one other person that there seemed to be interviewing who I don't have any ideas. She was um, a cultural uh, something. Oh, right. yeah. She was like a cultural historian. She, or something. She's yeah. the host. I kind of viewed her as like the host or explainer, right? She was sort of narrating a bit saying like, this is what this dish is. This is how this dish came to be here. Kind of going into a little bit of the history, I would say. Mm-hmm. But that's really about the only other aspect of yeah, the show. Yeah. Um, so uh, do you guys want to go dish by dish here? Is this how we want to do? Not this? really. I mean, it's like we There's, don't have yeah. a whole lot to talk about. Like, I, I want to dig into our 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 main the, the through line you discussed. Okay, this I mean, just fell so flat for me. 
I'm going to say something really fucked up, which is like, you know, I felt bad for the guy, but I wasn't emotionally, you know, involved because I didn't see the tasty food he was making until the end of the show. You they know? definitely didn't do a good job of getting me to care about this guy. They just like, hey, I'm this guy. You don't know anything about me. My childhood sucked. Like, it's just so, not, it's just not. I love going to well. the movies. It's we we, we got to go roll ahead. the tape back on this one because I think they sort of start this whole episode off on like a bad foot. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they start the very beginning of this thing with, I don't, you know, two to four minutes intro of this main character guy who's the cook or the chef. Call him uh, Mr. Chot. Yeah. And he's just sitting in this movie theater telling you, he's narrating to the screen that uh, how much he liked watching and going to the movies as a kid. And it's a shot, it's a close-up shot of him just sitting in those chairs, watching movies in this theater. And we're like two, three minutes into this into the show called Street Food. I have no idea <laughs> why I'm watching this guy or why he's talking about like I like I immediately assume I think somebody said something. I'm like, he's just gonna be like one of the main chefs of this story. And this is just like it's gonna be just a background, like here's his origin story. I I it was, yeah. it was a very like, weird way to start this this particular episode off, I felt like. I mean, like this is gonna go like a little detail. But, like, the whole thing was, like, hey, like, usually, like, in a movie, like, you're, like, the hero, like, and the hero's got to be, like, handsome and, like, strong. And this was a prelude to, like, him telling a story about his family where, like, he had to be somewhat of the hero. And it it just, yeah, it just didn't, like, really, like, resonate with me. It, well, they didn't set it up at all. No, they were just, yeah. like, this is a dude and this is a story we're telling. But it wasn't actually all that interesting I don't think ever. No. But like at the end, end it was like, okay, so like he's like one of the top street food vendors or something. And, but like, you got to set that up at the beginning. You got to be like, this is the number one street food. This is my favorite street food. Like his journey is amazing. He's an awesome person or something like this is like. This reminds me a lot of watching NBC and like the Olympics or like CBS or ABC when you're watching like America's Got Talent or something. They're like, yeah, there's this guy and we're going to talk about his sad backstory so you guys care about him. But like when you're watching America's Got Talent, like you get to see the talent generally or like yeah, something right. and then you get to like kind of figure out what the backstory is. Like you kind of care a little bit where they yeah. didn't do a good they job of you. caring they never hooked you making you care and then they spent like and it was so interspersed and jumbled that i was like what is going on are we talking about the same guy and also every like shot of him fucking dragged there was like 10 seconds of silence between each of his sentences they definitely were trying to fill this 30 minutes yeah like i don't understand like how much there's so much street food to show more street food yeah Maybe it was just a bad episode, but yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I think like the idea of this show was really catching, right? You're like street food, Asia, this whole series and is in Asia this this whole season for them, right? And so like episode one is Bangkok and like this one is Delhi. I think they, there's one in Seoul, South Korea. Now I don't know though. Like I'm kinda like I thought I was gonna get like super informed and be like, Oh man, I gotta go here and experience all these things. I've been there and experienced these things, so maybe it's a little bit tainted, but I don't know this this episode doesn't it didn't didn't pull me in. It didn't really make me want to eat that food. Yeah. I don't I even know if I would give it the food porn label. 
You know what I mean? Like the food was barely in the, it was barely in the show. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to just focus more on like culture because they definitely brought up like, oh, yeah, street food like and chai is like a key ingredient is family because like families would run these stalls like for generations. And it. I hope that like the other ones like kind of aren't like I wonder if that's just like an India thing or if it's like a world thing. So maybe like street food in a different country could just be like. I don't know. Like, there's there's not that much like history behind it. It it is gonna be interesting if you watch another episode because it's like this episode's so colored by this like, Chot, Mister Chot, and like this cultural historian that like I don't know what another episode looks like because you can't have the same cultural historian for like Soul. Like that's just like not gonna work. Right. And Mister Chot's story is told. So, like, maybe they'll get another sad story. I don't know. That would be really depressing. Do you imagine yeah. if every episode this had, like, a Mr. Chot story? Like, oh. yeah. We, like, lost the house. My dad got into, dr- like, my his dad got into drugs. No, his brother. Was it his brother? Yeah, his was, dad fell ill, and then his, his brother was died. helping out. Yeah. yeah. And then later his dad died. Yeah, they were, like, they didn't have enough money for bread. And I was, like, and they pawned jewelry, and they are business still fail like it is fucking sad and like it's it's sad that we're like talking about how we didn't connect with the guy and i I don't know what it was that made us not connect i think it was the storytelling like i just i just don't think that like this story was the story like he was telling story but like i just think the way that they filmed and pieced it together in terms of like a film or a video like it just it just i don't know it just missed the mark for me to like to connect it could also have been like when going in with like different expectations because like I went in thinking that like yeah we're gonna talk about like a bunch of the food, and instead like we're talk we're going like in depth into somebody's story like a little bit to, um I expect a little bit of the culture still but like it was more focused on the story than the food mm-hmm. yeah and yeah that's where it fell flat I guess I think there's a couple disconnects too I think that interspersed with like him telling his story is like like a couple kids going out and playing cricket. In this like dirt field, can you and explain just, it? I have no idea. I don't know. Like, I'm why? just like, it, what does this have to do with anything? It, it so was just, just like how they would have fun because like he didn't have much money. No, up. I understood like thematically, like it kind of made sense, but like it had nothing to do with this yeah. story. Really, it was no connecting there. And I think the other big disconnect is just we had to read it. Like I think that if we, if he was speaking English, it would be easier to connect with him. And, and like that's just a cultural thing, but like. I think it does have an impact. Do you think that like any subtitles like like really hurts it? No, I just think that we didn't get the emotional impact. Okay, and I I don't know if that's because he maybe he just didn't give the emotional impact through his speaking at all either, because he he seemed pretty dry. So like I don't know, because mm. I I've definitely watched subtitle stuff where I like get the emotions and I like understand what's going on, but like. Oh, yeah, I guess you guys did watch Terrace House, right? Oh, love that Terrace yeah. House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like, I don't know. There's, It's definitely just, bad, like, did not hit with us at all. Mm. What are some uh, better ways the four of us could have spent our 30 minutes? <laughs> I don't think we're done with the show, Max. Oh. <laughs> Max wants to be <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the show. <laughs> yeah, I think that there's some things we should talk about. I think that, like, while watching these shows, a big aspect of, like, we were all there... And, like, we just couldn't drink the water, so, like, literally couldn't eat, like, any of the food on this show. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah. Good, Brian. Like, we could have done, like, street, some of them. Like, the but, like, street versions of these. 
like we we could have done like some of the stuff like the the kebabs, but like the chot definitely not. Um, they also had uh, oh, what's the puffball like with the water in it? With oh, water, uh, yeah. Starts with the B. Um, there was was that that wasn't choli putara. Yeah, uh, putara. it's the second word. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you definitely couldn't have that. Like, uh, it, it's a mixed thing. Like, we we just couldn't have them, and like, we you can only experience them in like a different setting. So even if like we had them at like say a restaurant or like catered to us, we would never experience it in the same way that other people do because it's just not gonna be the, like you just can't go to the random dude on the street. You can't and, go to this guy, yeah, yeah. right? The the chef of this the series. You can't. We just can't go there. He did that say man. that he bought filtered water, but. Yeah, but you, you never know. Yeah, you just like we're not going to be seeking that out. Like it's going to be tough to find that for us. Yeah, that that I mean that's something important to bring up, which they don't really bring them in the show. Is just like as we go there, and like no one knows Indian street food really, other than maybe a samosa and a kebab. But like these like weird esoteric ones that they bring up in the show, it's like we haven't heard of them because it doesn't really make it out of India because you can't go there and eat it. Like it's tough, yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, like you, you can certainly go and physically eat it. No one will stop you. So it's not like that, right? It's just really from a, uh, you know, stomach is not acclimated to that uh, water source and foods and etc. So like it just destroys. I mean, it as, destroys my stomach. As so most like, of us in this room, I think, can tell you is that you can and will get sick. Right. So like it's just worth you know it. it's not advised. Max says it's worth it, but he. I, I could tell you I was in a room with Max when he would say it was not worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, if you're going to India for like a couple months and you can afford to spend a week acclimating to the water. Right. Like Then like by all means, like or, or maybe over get, time, get, but like it's hard. Like, so, but that's a major piece, right? Is it's like you go, you, you want to see. And to me, especially traveling abroad, especially to like a lot of the countries. I mean, I've mostly been to Asia, but um I find it really interesting to experience the new land like through the foods because you do learn a lot. You see how these people are making foods and like the flavors you get and like some of those histories. Um, but it, it's kind of a it's kind of a shame we can't enjoy more of that in India. So I was excited to see this show to like see a little bit more of the stuff, but there was nothing sort of new. Like so that I haven't seen. The people in this room, have you had a chat? An alu chat? Uh, yeah, we all did at uh Haldiram. Okay. I don't really remember what anything was called while I was there because mm. people ordered for me a lot. Uh, right. This was the uh, like place on the third floor that we met up with Anshul and oh, his mom. Okay. That's where we, I've had most of these, I feel yeah. like. Yep. Very specific <laughs> on the podcast, <laughs> Max. Very, very specific reference there. Yeah. Uh, that place was very good, by the way. That place. Was I don't know what it's called. It's called Haldi Runs. It's uh, a chain chat place in, in India. I don't know how far widespread it is, but you can actually buy a lot of their sweets here. I think uh, there's actually a Haldi brand Send me some free stuff to who put this on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's our commercial. Uh, then there was some something, I'm going to butcher this, a Nahari stew? N- yep. N- um, I think you got it okay on that one. I think I don't know. <laughs> we'll never whatever, know. Whatever. <laughs> Tweet at me. that one. That one sounded good. That, I, I will say that was one of the few that I hadn't necessarily heard of distinctly before, and that like stew looked good. Like they were showing that one, and that was one of the few dishes I was like, "Oh man, this was like this right. vibrant red." Like it looked 
spicy in a heat level kind of way. It looked really flavorful. You could see some of that. And I, I think it was, I don't know what, it was buffalo, I think it was, yeah. this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they take like the whole chunks of meat on the bone. They cook this thing overnight and then they eat it in the morning. Uh, and boy, I'll tell you that, that looked good. There was, that was one of the few. a huge crowd there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that would be one of the few places like, oh man, that sounds like Is something that worth to it? try. That worth it? Um, <laughs> Hashtag worth it, Max. I guess possibly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that one might be fine. Like that's a stew. Like you could probably eat that. It depends on like if it's if it's a water base or some other base, but oh, you can find out. Well, Got to find out. I mean, it's, it's getting boiled. You just don't want like also like um, if they're like touching it in any way. That's another thing. Uh, then they had a Sikh kebab. Uh, sea kebabs are pretty good. This was at a place that three of us have been to uh, called Kareem's. It's great. Which is it, in Old Delhi. Yeah, uh, Chuck Richote. Yep, Johnny Chuck. Uh, Johnny and Chuck, the yeah. uh, chef, or sorry, the original chef used to cook for the emperor of the, uh, uh, was it the Mongols, right? Uh, and so this is Mughals. now in, uh, what is it? M- Mughal Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, thank you. Uh, and this is now in like the fourth generation the recipe is unchanged, which I find really interesting about this place. Uh, I will definitely say that's one of the places that you can go to, and it's really good. Um, it's incredible. Recommend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sea kebabs, though, to talk on that one, it's a minced uh, lamb meat, yeah, ground lamb meat with spices, and then cooked uh, wrapped around a kebab stick, cooked over an open flame. Also very good. Yeah, definitely good. I didn't have it at that specific place, but I've had, I definitely had it while I was there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to butcher this one for sure. Do it. Uh, Chol Butare. Was that the, the, the water filled ball things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's, I think what's more interesting about this, and, and here's again how this show misses. So when you are in the streets in India, like you will see these, this one in particular, just everywhere in parks streets like all the all like just all around and they're usually the, just in these bins the peanuts of america of right like india yeah yeah yeah. i didn't even think about that yeah you're, t- you're totally right it's kind of like uh like a new york city like peanut cart in like india. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the equivalent C- could be like a hot dog cart we see a lot of hot dog carts in seattle like the street it's, food it's of true. seattle is like the most boring street food it's like we got hot, hot dogs, dogs. well we got seattle dogs i mean the seattle is dog is the most interesting you'd have this whole episode <laughs> Like around like some sad story about cream cheese on a hot dog. Like I don't even know. <laughs> like that would there's no inch you can't even fill thirty minutes of Seattle Street. If there's a thirty minute docu series on a Seattle dog, I'm gonna definitely watch it because I just gotta know what it's gonna be. I'm just gonna be on my phone the whole time. Like I'm not even gonna pay attention. Oh man. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Street like the street food is such a it's just such a different thing. Like in America, there's all these food regulations and healthcare things. And where do you put like food trucks on this list? Like they're not really like street food, but at the same closer. time, like they're yeah. closer. Dep- I think. Well, let's get back to this butar thing first. <laughs> Actually, explain what it is, James. Oh, uh, whew, okay. It's- it's I'm gonna butcher this again, so please don't hate me. <laughs> but it's some kind of dough or something that seems to be fried in a spherical way, um, and I guess what appears to be some sort of oil. Uh, so they so they do that. They take it out. They dry it, uh, and then it looks like they fill it basically with like flavorful stuff. I'm hand waving here. Uh, uh, chickpeas but this is, with seasoning. Yeah, chickpea seasoning and water essentially. 
Um, and so like that whole like chickpea and water combination is the reason that like I've never been able to kind of eat it while I've been over there. But uh, yeah, you see these things everywhere. Like, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so seems like they'd be great. I think the food truck situation can be part of street food as long as it's like consistent. But it oh. can't, can't be just one food truck either to be like part of the like city street food, right? Like monster dog is, I mean, it's like hot dogs. Like hot dogs everywhere. If there was more stuff like monster dog that like actually more than one food truck made. Like if there's grilled cheese trucks all over the place. Yeah. I'd consider that. But there's like two, right? Yeah. Uh, you're talking about hot dogs specifically in Seattle? No, I I'm mean, just saying, like, what would be considered yeah. Seattle street food? Definitely a Seattle dog. Yeah, yeah. Seattle dog. Heroin. Heroin. Uh, the prevalent thing is like uh, is <laughs> a pretty heroin? key factor. <laughs> Whoa, Max, man, heroin Max over here. <laughs> Damn. Everybody. What was your name again today? Uh, Grom Maxala. Grom Maxala it means a uh, hot spice mix, but Max is in there. I don't know. I kind of like the idea that you just call yourself hot spice mix. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I, I think that like it has to be prevalent. Yeah. But again, it's so hard to like kind of do that as a city nowadays. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's like another city even that comes to mind with like a street food, like hot dogs. I think like, why is it that like America has hot dogs? Like, damn it. I don't know. It's the only thing we got. Like New York's got them. Chicago's got them. Like, uh, Portland street food situation is pretty good. Like Portland, like the food trucks, got, right? No, or, they have like these little blocks that, like, yeah, they are kind of food trucks, but yeah. like they're kind of permanently yeah, there. They're permanent installations definitely feels more street foody for sure. Like Philadelphia, I would consider like a cheesesteak kind of a street food. Yeah, like a lot of those places you get them on the street. Yeah, there's like you have a place to sit down, maybe if they're like more permanent, but I would call that more street foody than anything. I'll give you that. So, I think Philly's a good example. Could Wawa be street food? <laughs> Possible, possible. <laughs> no. More highway food. I feel. What's this whole Wawa craze? And <laughs> uh, time for, uh, that's a topic <laughs> for another time. No, is like it? they pop one of these up in Florida now. So the last time I visited the oh, they're like, oh, we got a Wawa. I'm like, what is like, going? What? So you know, like public sandwiches. Now you have a competitor from Wawa. Oh, okay. I mean, I do love me a good it public is. sub. We are really selling out <laughs> for all of the endorsements <laughs> that we have not been paid for. It is today. a Philadelphia kind of area, like highway ish, like. A chain Got it. that they like sell gas and they have like they sell food at the same time. And people from Pennsylvania retire to Florida. So sometimes you'll see things jump from Pennsylvania, New York area, New Jersey area, straight to Florida. Oh, like yeah. there's nothing in between. You're just jumping to Florida because like you retire there, you kind of want the same stuff. So well, like and they had to drive there, they had to go down 95, and like sometimes they stopped along the way and like Popped open the little Wawa and then <laughs> <laughs> it's just who were gone trail. Like you told me there's like a pop up Wawa and like in like the Carolinas somewhere. Yeah, that's why they're always along the highway. <laughs> I like it. I like the theory. Uh I I I think we're on to ratings at this point. Is yeah. there any other minutia we got, James? You got this? So I mean I could either do in the rating or whatever, but like there's there's one thing this like I gotta get off my chest, which sure. is like the uh like the cinematography, that was the word I was looking for. The yeah. like the way they shoot these shots. So I couldn't tell if it was something like it seemed like it was in sixty FPS. I couldn't tell if we were watching four K or not, but it seemed like it was like 
high quality. We're definitely watching the highest quality Netflix. Right. So we have the highest quality stream coming through on like a nice TV. But yeah, like this, there was this weird focus thing where they always kind of had the um, like the iPhone like. Yeah, uh, I know what you're saying. Profile it was like kind of like blurryish for a second, uh, and then would like focus. Yeah, and and so it was a combination of that, and combined with a lot of these slow panning shots that they would do. But every time they did it, I kept asking myself, like, why does this feel like they shot this on an iPhone? Mm-hmm. Like somebody is holding they, this iPhone. They might have. There's no stabilizers. Like, I don't. I'm like, man, there is better technology out there. Like, it just felt like second rate. I don't Nef- know if anybody else got that vibe. Netflix had to sell all their cameras to then get like five or six more TV shows to produce. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, I, I like as I was watching this, there was things that it just felt like somebody was ho- like holding an iPhone camera sideways. I mean, the panning thing like happens pretty commonly in like food shows. Like, oh, like this this person is showing off their dish to the judges. Like, pan across it. To oh see. no, no, no! I'm not saying that like, the panning is oh, the problem. Like, but the I'm focus saying fun? the it's not like a smooth and consistent shot. So like they'll try to pan, but then it's like you're it's like when you're holding your iPhone with 60 FPS oh. and you like you wiggle it up and down or your like arm it gets It just nudged. doesn't like it changes focus poorly. Like mm. you're like focused on one thing and as you pan it starts focusing on something else. Yeah. Cuz like that moved out of frame and it got blurry and you're like what why did you do that? Yeah. I agree. The shooting of the show is just not good. Yeah, that's like, kind of just, just the whole thing. What you chose to shoot, what you're showing, the editing. Like, man, I can't, I can't believe this is Netflix above the fold. Yeah, I, don't, I, I guess I, I really had like final table like expectations coming in, which man, maybe falsely set me good. up here. <laughs> you, you guys don't pay attention to the above the fold often, do you? They're, they put like everything up there, every like comedy special, everything. Yeah, maybe not. I'm just saying, like. I guess I just Netflix has given a lot of promo to this show, for, to me at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was probably a thing, cheap thing to make. And then they, if they can get like, a lot of views out of it and like, get people to talk about it, then like people might subscribe. Damn I, it. So you're saying they got us, Brian. Yeah. This I, is free advertising for Netflix. We've been advertising all these good things this show, and we're also advertising this one bad thing. <laughs> I think I got, I got two minutiae things to go for right now. So we talked about them playing cricket, but... They set up a wicket with like made out of bricks. Is that like a common like thing to do? I mean, you're not gonna if be able you to, like, don't have an actual wicket. That's like an easy thing to find. Like yeah. it's you're you not gonna be able to like, yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're not gonna destroy the field. Like you don't wanna like try like balance a stick on top of <laughs> one another. You just... the field, Brian. <laughs> Did you see that field? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I was with you. <laughs> no, in, 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 in reality, like you don't wanna put like a stick like you're not gonna be able to like balance a stick on top of one another. It's just like, hey, you have a stack of bricks here, like if you knock that over, like you'll see it and then like you know you hit the wicket. Definitely Google what a wicket is, because I'm sure our audience has no idea. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, well, it, it's just like this thing that like the bowler is trying to hit and Oh if, buddy. Now <laughs> we okay, have now, actually, now, now, no, all the rules of no, cricket. No, now. actually the more I'm going down this, I cannot probably explain it. Like just look it up. Brian, <laughs> I can't believe you just tried to take a stab <laughs> at trying to explain cricket. <laughs> This yeah, like not happening. I do like, want to be clear that he wasn't making up words; those are real words. Oh yeah, no, like we. <laughs> I was going to get into amount of cricket. I just can't. Like cricket is not the sort of thing that you're just like. Okay, you got a thirty second spot. Yeah, Let, yo, give me a, give me the thirty seconds I, on cricket. I definitely can't explain that thirty seconds, and like this <laughs> podcast is already off the rails. <laughs> right. And then, okay, my second minutia thing here is 
the like there's no Guy Fieri in this. So like Guy Fieri has that like diners, drive-ins, and dives, which is what I kind of expected the show to be like. We yeah. did see a guy with like blonde orange hair though. That's true. <laughs> that was oh yeah. Somebody <laughs> said that was henna. It is henna. Yeah. So you, I still don't like. I don't understand you this. Put you color henna your hair? in your hair. I think you like bleach your hair and then color it with henna, and it stays in for like a year. Whoa! I, I saw a bunch of it in India. I don't know what you were doing. I did not see that. That is mind blowing. I didn't really ask people how they dyed their hair while we were there, so I, I don't know how they did it. And then back to this guy Fieri thing, and back to our original here. discussion here. So, like, his diner, drive-ins, and dives, is that considered a docu-series? Yes. And is that off the plate? I think it's on the plate, and it's docu-series. I think they did the right formula to qualify for our show. What is the right formula? Caring about Guy there's Fieri? That, there's that point. Yeah, because <laughs> Guy Fieri goes from one to one. So, you build up this emotional connection, and then you are no, experiencing the I food think if through show, Guy Fieri. <laughs> if this show is out, so is diners, drive-ins, and dives. No, 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 no. If this show was about like some individual who maybe you knew or didn't know and he was going all or she was going all so you're saying that like these places i would be much more intrigued there's a bunch of shows like that so you're saying the show we've that done a show like that quote unquote travel shows where they go like and do weird stuff well, who's that, the guy i don't we, fucking oh, man i can't think of that guy it was garbage I can't remember it now so those are he passed away it was i don't know this show is oh, the a- guy Anthony Bardeen? Anthony Bourdain, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, that qualifies, right? Does it? That yeah. was also uh, a do- That like, was not that great either. Series. That was... I feel like <laughs> we got to cut them. They're cut, dude. They're cut. I love but Anthony triple Bourdain. D, They're cut. Yo, the Triple D. Fuck it. <laughs> Man, have you seen the Triple D? Watch Guy's Grocery Games instead. No, no, no. Triple D's way different. No, way I know. Better. <laughs> guy's Grocery Games, the Triple G is All not right. so good. Okay. <laughs> Tangent over. <laughs> Let's get ratings. to ratings. Chris. Uh, you know, I was thinking middle, but like the way we've talked about this, the more I think about it, it's got to be bottom. It's bottom third. Brian, what do you got? I got to say top to bottom. And I want to peek at another episode because like I think that like other episodes are going to be formatted differently. Like you, you actually bring up a good point about the cinematography and and. Maybe like they're also gonna all have like a story behind it, but I, I still have hope that like there's gonna be like something. There's probably never gonna be a Guy Fieri, which immediately like just puts it like below the, below the middle. Rude. Rude. So, so the you're host. saying every show that doesn't have Guy Fieri is below the middle? Yeah. Okay. What? Or a Guy Fieri type? <laughs> every show? No. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this bottom third, top of the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> no sense. Uh again in the bottom. Uh I'll go middle of the bottom. I'm not going to give it the benefit of the doubt like I think Brian did and give it the top there. Like I I will watch one more episode to be clear. But it's not because I believe it's good. I just need to I can't believe it's like all this bad. Like I just got to believe that, like maybe we just got a bad one here. I'm not so have fun. This just oh, makes yeah. me want to watch uh, Ugly Delicious, which is a good street food show. Uh, yeah, that's the real problem. Yeah, this is just bad. Anyway, well, what else have people been watching? People have been keeping up with uh, uh, the challenge. 
We haven't had a challenge update in a while. It's very good. Uh, I'm a little bit behind. I've been still trying no. to catch on that GOT. It's oh, a disaster. You haven't fi- you're not caught up? No, I know. It's a disaster. Yeah, that's a disaster. Yeah. I hope you sure. stay away from Facebook. I stay away from everyone. <laughs> it's just, his, like, his phone, his, he doesn't get internet. It's I, really, just, I turn the internet off. Fuck. He just gets cable and only watches HBO. Uh, yeah, the challenge has been decent. I think that... Can we do no yeah, 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 big spoilers yeah, yeah. at least? There's, there's no big spoilers. Okay. There was one episode that didn't have an elimination, which, Whoa. Yeah. which I was kind of well, disappointed at. You want to know why? So are you okay with like spoiling the formatting for the rest of it? Not really. No, like right. just like the ordering <laughs> of the episode. The what? Like the ordering of the episode. Like That's fine. We can talk about yeah. it next week. I think that it might relate to doing the finale at some point mm. to like have an elimination and then go right to like some sort of finale. It's been so consistently I, good. Otherwise, like that was a bummer. It's fine. It's kind of interesting because like most of the of the like returning vets that are like have a big personality are gone. Yeah. So it's like just like all these new people and like trying to pull all that stuff together has been pretty nice. And it's not been like overly dramatic, really. I do you think that like they might have like set that up on purpose a little bit to like give highlights to like because this is like the first like a fresh start. They brought in a bunch of new this people is with the this. The start of a new quadrilogy? Yeah. Uh I don't think it was on purpose. I there's no way MTV kicks off bananas on purpose. No, they do. Like, I mean, they. It oh. kind of seems like it's fallen away. Like now, like bananas I mean, is his own show, right? Exactly. Like, but Car Marie has been on like two other shows. Like, and Polly has been on one of those shows. Like, it. Just, it if you like sticking this family here, it's, it's, just, well, but, it's fine. Uh, I've been watching Survivor. Survivor has been consistently more interesting than the challenge. Uh, I still. How's it been watching multiple seasons? Like pretty pretty close in order here. They're pretty good. Like it's definitely like interesting to have a different set of characters, and it's always kind of compelling to see who people vote off. They're very good at editing these like hour like days of footage down to an hour Mm. and like to see these people kind of like collapse is also kind of just fun it's just entertaining they're doing a really good job i don't think the challenge does a great job at that like they have interesting content Mm -hmm. but they don't i don't think they edit it very well Mm. down to like succinct as succinct and as, as entertaining sure that's fair um so that that's that's my survivor versus challenge update. Have you been keeping up with the double shot, Brian? Max? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you guys still double shotting? I haven't watched beyond the first two episodes, but I would. I just haven't had time. How did it go? No, I haven't. Oh, had, I, oh Max, too, you I, weren't on that episode, right? No, but I watched. Oh. I watched what you guys watched for that episode. What did, What were your thoughts? What's your rating? Uh, I liked it. I'm going to say middle, top of the middle. All right. I think that... Actually, no. You know what? They have such good chemistry. Top, bottom of the top. All right. We got it. Top third there. Maybe a highlight next for the bottom, bottom, top five, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's been pretty good. I think that, like, Vinny and Polly are just so good together and the women just 
pretty crazy. Some of the women a little out there. I I really like how they set up like the elimination after like the first one. Yeah. They're they're definitely just like texting people. It's yeah. Great. That that was so, great. I'm okay. Have you already been over this? No. So like the first episode, first two episodes, they like the at the end of the second episode, they got people's numbers. Yep. Remember that to like to be if they're on the show or not. And then the third and fourth, the third episode and fourth episode, what they've done is they've called people down in groups via texting them. <laughs> so it'd be like, hey, send down Veronica, Nikki, and whatever. And then they would come down and be like, you're all safe. You're, would you like to continue being like having a double right. shot of love or whatever? And then there'd be like three people that are like on the cutting edge, cutting floor. And then they'd call them down and be like, you guys are on the cutting floor. And Paul, like if the girl was going more for like Vinny, like Polly would tell the girl like, Hey, you got to step up your game. Like you're not ambitious enough or like what you're not opening enough or whatever. But then they'd be going to the one girl they're kicking out, like, your cab is here. And then they'd be out of there. And, like, there's this one girl that's, like, re- you saw the episode, was really into Polly. Mm-hmm. And, like, has been making an ass of herself. Like, asking Polly if, you know, he's cheated or whatever. And, like, just, like, being this real creeper. And, like, she's still on the show. I can't believe it. Spoilers. Too- <laughs> just too hot. I don't think so. I think that she's good for the show. I don't I don't know if they need I don't know if the producers need like contestants to like be holding up the show. I think it's gotta be like the constant I just think that there's probably other people on the cutting floor closer to like for, getting for, kicked out. Definitely there there are people be- way below like that aren't adding much to the show. Uh I don't know what's gonna happen later. That that's my that's my impression of why she's still on the show um i was gonna say something else oh and they still keep doing the barber scene which is great yeah <laughs> they're still getting those haircuts oh yeah every episode they, they're <laughs> like oh so we gotta good. have this cutting room floor they gotta have the barber scene oh it's, keep it fresh it is fantastic How, how's the living situation where are all the females living they're they're just living in a, a big room right like we I haven't really seen no, Not too often. We haven't really seen that. We've, We've seen, seen Polly in uh, Vinny's bedroom. Yeah, Polly and Vinny are living in the same bedroom. Okay, but they're all in the house now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because like the first night they weren't, they were separate. Then they brought them back, right? Yeah. So now they're all together. And has there been a bunch of feuding there? There's definitely a lot of feuding between the women. There's like this one woman almost left because people jumped into the hot tub with Polly and Vinny. Oh. And there's How only room enough room for like. You know, like six, you know, six to eight people in it. Right. So she it's was a hot like, tub. Yeah. <laughs> so she was real upset that like Polly didn't kick somebody out to like let her in. And I'm like, oh well. Did they uh, clean the hot tub after the first episode when they I don't know. In it? They didn't show anyone <laughs> cleaning the hot tub. So maybe. Man, if Courtney was on the show, it'd be a problem. They also had the. Uh, they had some. They already had some guests on. They had the. Oh, the owner of the t-shirt store was on. Oh, my favorite guy, the owner of the t-shirt <laughs> store. <laughs> the my favorite like uh, fourth tier character employer in the Jersey Shore <laughs> cinematic universe. It was the like challenge they set up was like they had like a bunch of like dirty laundry on t-shirts 
And then like the group of girls had to guess the other groups like dirty la- whose dirty laundry was whose. It was like it was definitely keyed in very well together with the t-shirt guy sure, sure. and the t-shirts like it worked well I thought. The dirty uh, laundry thing just sounds like the rip from that old show that we watched recently. Oh, uh uh lap of luxury. Lap of luxury. Yeah, I mean Good it's definitely some kind of lap of luxury moment. Okay, <laughs> Joe Schmoo show. It is like not breaking any boundaries here. They're definitely just <laughs> cutting things from every reality show ever. Um, yeah, I guess the big cultural moments we should maybe, you know, talk about and end game as an end game and game of Thrones, right? Big week for uh fictional Starks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can't say anything about Game of Thrones clearly because James hasn't seen it. I'll kill all of you. James is not up to date. So, I mean, I thought it was good. You could, you could talk about Endgame all you want, though. Has everyone seen Endgame? Okay. I, I think we should just... Uh, no. Just, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a couple weeks, I guess. Yeah. Ratings, uh, top third. Top. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll leave Endgame at top third, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyone else want to talk about anything? We're good. There's a podcast I've been listening to called Mission to Zix, which is like five improv people pretend to be like the crew of the Enterprise, and they just go on like stupid missions and they just improv the fuck out of it. It's very good. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. I've been watching Star Trek Discovery. It's really good. Like, it is the most compelling Star Trek I think I've ever watched. So, like, that's saying a lot. I, I, I'm almost. I've almost seen all of Star Trek. I read some spoilers about some like Red Angel something or another. Oh, and that's interesting. Yeah. Don't don't tell me anything. I haven't caught up yet. Oh, Mister Spoilers over here. I'm no, only I, on season one. It's fine. All Max right. spoils. Spoilers are only for cars. Well, there you go. That's it this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. You can ask questions and suggestions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time.